Hey, everybody. I'm Sarah. And I'm Hana. And welcome, welcome to Bareface. Hey, Hana. Hey, Sarah. And hello, beautiful listeners. Welcome back to Barefaced. Yes, welcome. Uh, so we thought to round up the end of January and start the beginning of February, we'd start our series called All Used Up, which is an empty series. Yes. So we have picked four products each, and then we're going to share an additional product each on our Instagram page after this episode goes live. Um, so I think we should jump right into it because yeah. we have a lot to talk about and we usually blabber on yes. a lot. <laughs> and we, did you say we, we, you said that we each had four products, right? Four products. Yeah. 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 And the reason that we limited ourselves to four products plus the bonus Instagram one is because we know that we talk a lot and we get off topic. So we wanted to somewhat keep it streamlined and get organized. So, and yeah. to be fair, I feel like it was easy for me to have four products this month because I've been collecting them. Yeah. I don't know how easy it's going to be moving forward to have four empties a month, or maybe we'll do it like every other month or something. Well, I will say this. I used to keep my empties and I ran out of space. And honestly, I was just really sick and tired of keeping old products when I could just easily recycle them. So True. right now I have a running list of stuff that I've finished. Um, and it might not be stuff that I've necessarily finished this month because as Sarah said, it could be hard to have four products you finish every single month. Um, but these, I don't know, the ones I'm going to mention are some that I've finished in the past at least two it's months like and they're months. still like fresh yeah. in my mind. Yeah. hundred percent. Um, before we do jump in, I have a question for you. Um, so today was a sad day. I officially finished my deep sweep swipe. Oh my no. pharmacy. Deep hey, sweep. Why do you want to say deep, deep sweep. swipe? I don't know. It sounds better in my brain. Um, but okay. I realized I have like one or two like sample toners. And then I have my oh. ordinary glycolic toner, which I'm not. Oh, I have that. I'm not a huge fan of it. I think it's a little harsh for me. It's personally. very strong. Yes. Which is funny because I feel like it's not that high a percentage of glycolic, but I digress. Yeah. So I wanted your opinion. <laughs> That's a whole other topic for another time. Yeah. We can do a whole episode on the ordinary because I have thoughts. Yeah. But, you can leave um, that. I am trying to figure out what toner do I just repurchase deep, deep sweep. I kind of want to try the Paula's choice liquid 2% because I've never okay. done that. Um, so I think I, I might order from Derm store because I've never done that either. <laughs> And oh. get the La Creme Concentrate because we've been raving about well, you've been raving about it. Right. But. Okay. Well, I admit I know it's supposed to be dry January, whatever that means and whatever capacity that means for you. But Paula's Choice was having a sale on their exfoliants. And so I purchased the full size of the 2% BHA because Ooh. I will soon not have a mailing address and I will have to get stuff shipped to my parents. So I decided to order the stuff I wanted now and that'll cure So they don't me. judge you? Yes. I yes. And also because I'm going to be living three and a half hours away from them. Like I'm not going to be able to order stuff. So I ordered some backups of stuff that I knew I would want within the next four months. True. Yeah. True. True. Um, but back to your question, it depends what you want. Do you basically want another deep sweep, but you kind of want to try something new and exciting? Yeah. I've okay. really been liking using that in conjunction with like a super hydrating essence at night and then yeah. doing just 
hydration the rest of my day. I did look at some couple drugstore products. So mm. Burst did have one that I was like a vitamin C brightening glycolic though. I think it was like, Oh, you know, which one is really good is the pixie one there. Oh, I love that glow. I was thinking about that too. Oh, that one. But I kind so of want to try good. something I've never okay. tried. Okay. Yeah. And I do I was like, love if you, haven't, if you haven't tried the pixie one, by the way, just oh. for listeners, if you haven't try tried it. the pixie glow, the glow tonic, tonic. glow tonic, it's yeah. so, so good. And you can and find so it at cheap. Target at CVS. Yeah. And it comes in a big yeah. bottle, comes in a small bottle. You can they get have like a $5 one. That's like, yeah, it to try it out. Ages, I remember. Yeah. I will say I tried the pre-soaked um, pads. She came out with like, like pads Not and I as good. used those. Yeah. I used those to travel and I didn't like them as much. I would recommend getting a small size and then just taking cotton swabs with you when you travel. Yeah. I think they're better. Um, hmm. I mean, I'm thinking the Paula's the choice is going to be the most similar. Here's the, the thing. The Paula's choice is also so good. And one of those like cult classics that you kind of yeah. see, I feel like you as a skincare person need to try it. Okay. Um, if That's you were all dealing, I to spend yeah, my money. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And if you were dealing more specifically with acne, I would say the Clinique acne toner is one of my favorites yeah. to have on hand it is and that's also not expensive it is not expensive and it's massive yeah, yeah. it's very good it's mattifying I mean it's traditionally made for oily acne prone skin so as a dry skin person I do not use it all over my face unless I'm feeling super oily or I just really want to like deep clean or whatever clean. but I I mostly use it as a spot treatment um, or just like as a targeted area treatment. And then I make sure to follow it with a super hydrating moisturizer. But that is something that is kind of a always must have in my medicine cabinet. Okay. I will yeah. have to, I think I'm going to look at Derm store. Cause I want to, I didn't want to just place an order on Paula's choice. Cause I'm kind of discovering it's hard to find if it's not on their website or Derm store. Like it's not, mm, like I think very it specific might be. about their retailers. Yeah. Cause I think it, I don't even think it was sold on Ulta. Cause I was like, Oh, I, I feel like, no, no, they don't no, sell through Ulta. No. Not at Ulta, not Sephora. So derm store yeah. might be the answer. And I might just like browse some other things. I know yeah. I have, I have the Tarte knockout toner. Like I have two little bottles of that and I've used it before. And I think it'll, I'm definitely suffering a lot more with acne right now. Yeah. Um, so I'm yeah, I mean, you those, can also but... look on derm store. They have a line called Obaji. Oh, um, actually, things. yes. And actually the, um, oh my God, there's that toner, the P50 something that everyone likes. It's in a gold bottle. You can only get it through this one retailer in the U S I'm going, I'm making a note right now to have it for next by like biologique, um, something and my friend okay. uses it and loves it. And it's this cult classic toner or whatever. And I've always wanted to try it and I'm going to I'll, I'll look it up and I will have everything. I'll have the information for next week's podcast because I right. want to try it and I can't remember what it's called. <laughs> That's the thing I'm really struggling with as I, I was noticing our list of empties and like mine is very Sephora heavy. And as much as I love Sephora, like every product I have is mm -hmm. from Sephora to our like Sephora exclusives. So I need to work on branching out. That's like, I think my goal for 2021 is not spending a shit ton of money on products. I want to try yes. and find affordable things that are still really good. Yes. Um, and I want to support some small, smaller businesses and some black owned businesses. I think for me, that's something I need yeah. to get better at. I mean, that's definitely a focus. 
Um, and I think that we could do a whole episode on that, um, is some of our smaller stores that either we have purchased from, or that we have on our list to purchase from, um, you know, I mean, I worked for a small retailer for four years and I met many small business owners. Um, I had to think about the words that were coming out of my mouth there for a second. (laughs) I had like a total brain. It is a little bit late, late being (laughs) Um, 9pm, but yeah. But I mean, also I will say, you know, you worked at Sephora, you worked in a, you worked with people who worked at Sephora. So there, it doesn't surprise me that the products that you use are mostly from Sephora because as much as you did purchase from them, it was also the products that you were receiving. So, and I will say three out of the four of these were gifted. So that's a disclaimer, you know, disclaimer, I got three out of the four of my empties as gratis. Right. And so I think when you, you know, so we'll, we'll obviously we'll list ours. Um, I'm looking at mine and I think I got, well, one of them was like a VIB gift and one of them was a gratis gift and the other two I purchased, but I'll say which ones I received as gratis. And if I would pay full price for for those full price. Yeah. Yeah. So let's jump into yours first since. Oh yes. Okay. Yeah. I'll get us started. Let's just go for it. So my first one is actually from a small business. So the uh, brand is called Kipris. It's K-Y-P-R-I-S. And this is one of the first brands that I uh, worked with and sold in um, at my Denver based job and it's their Moonlight Catalyst. So this is a night serum and it's a retinal alternative. So this was like my first foray into retinal alternatives because I had just graduated from college and, you know, prior any of my experience with retinal was go to the derm and get a prescription of Retin-A. So this was something that I was very excited about because, you know, obviously retinal alternatives, they advertise themselves to be more gentle, but give you similar if not the same results, depending on how strong their marketing is. So (laughs) the way, so what this is um, formulated with as their like retinal alternative is fermented pumpkin enzymes, which they say soften, soften and refine your skin. It also contains willow bark extract, which as we know, um, contains salicin, which is very similar to salicylic acid. So, you know, Burt's Bees, when I was in high school, and I was looking for more natural alternatives. I would go to Burt's Bees and they had a willow bark cleanser. They had a willow bark toner. They had a willow bark spot treatment. So that's how I came to know, oh, okay, willow bark, if I see that. And then, you know, I just understood and yeah. learned later that obviously, you know, people use it as a natural uh, form of salicylic acid. So the reason actually, th- this is actually my third bottle. I have purchased it full price. Really? I have received it as gratis. Yes. So the reason I like it so much. Oh, and by the way, the price is $98 for 1.59 fluid ounces. Um, Which is more than a typical serum. It is in terms of the ounces. Correct. Yes. I mean, that oh, price is pretty on par with a retinol. Right. It is an expensive product. Um, I will say it lasts me up to five or six months because I only use it at night. So you have to think if a regular serum, if you're using it morning and night, it usually will last me about three months. So just kind of like double that. Um, It comes in a dropper, which I like. I've mixed it with facial oils. I've mixed it with balms. I've mixed it with moisturizers. It all works really well. I find that I just get such a refined look to my skin. It helps to clear my skin. It acts just like a retinal would, I mean, without the irritation. Um, Kipris in itself is a very 
um, as I, I'm going to put my hands up, you guys can see I'm putting quotes, natural, clean brand, but they, they are the ones when they were selling it to us, they were like, we're wild crafted. Now, in all honesty, I kind of have forgotten what that means, but they are <laughs> super into sourcing their ingredients. Like that is incredibly, incredibly important to them. So that also goes into the price a little bit. Um, and they're a very sustainably focused brand. So another reason why I really like to support them. Um, but yeah, I, I really loved the serum. If anyone out there is looking for a retinal alternative, this was I mean, I, obviously I've gone through three of them and I have used my own money to purchase it. So I definitely love it. Um, but it is, it is expensive. You know, there is no getting around it. It is expensive. But if it, I'm one of those people where if it works, I'm okay spending that money. So here's the thing. When I used it, I saw such a decrease in breakouts. I was like, okay, well, if this is where I'm going to spend my money and I don't have to buy a new cleanser or a new toner or a new treatment or go and buy a facial you know, and stop trying all these things, then, okay, I'm going to, mm. I'm going to build it into my budget. And then I'm just going to find a drugstore cleanser that I like, right. Exactly. If my cleanser is $7 instead of like 28 to 34, obviously it's a lot of money. I'm not saying it's not a lot of money. I'm just saying, this is how we're I just made it obsessed. work for me. Yeah. I mean, and if everyone it, spends yeah. their money. I mean, I feel like we're just going to get to this point where we won't have to defend our spending habits. But everyone spends their money right. differently. Like this is a skincare and... podcast. We're not talking about like our cars, you know, like yeah. if I had the money to do that, I would put nice rims on my car and I would lift it, but I'm not like I'm spending it on skincare. <laughs> so <laughs> we're not talking about that. <laughs> do you want to um, alternate? So, like you do a product, I do a product or do you want to do? I think it's more fun if we alternate. Yeah. Okay. So my first product is from one of my favorite brands, which is Sunday Riley. Yes. I, I have had very, I think maybe one Sunday Riley product that like I, I mediocre, like almost everything mm. I try from them. I love, this is their autocorrect eye cream. So this mm -hmm. is $65 for half an ounce and pricey. mine lasted me definitely pricey. Um, and I mean, it is one of those clinical brands, right? So you are paying for the technology you're paying for the ingredients. Um, Sunday Riley in general is just a pricier brand. Right. Um, I, and sometimes I can justify it and sometimes I can't. So yeah, um, this product was gifted to me. Um, it lasted, I would say between, I can't put a pinpoint on it exactly. Um, but I want to say it was like five or six month, months, excuse me. And I used <laughs> it only during the day. Oh, um, so okay. I have found that for me and my under eyes, I like um, eye creams that have a little bit of like that pearlescent look during the day. Is this the one with mica in it? Um, let me, I don't remember off the top of my head. Is that the one here? Is. I'll help you. Is that the one that I tried that I gave back to you? I don't think so. Oh, wait, how many eye creams does Sunday Riley have? Maybe they just have this one. Okay. So if that's it, then that's the one that I couldn't use because the mica gives it has me. Mica. Yeah. It's so sad. Any, I'm going to say 95% of the products I try to have mica in it, give me a, like red bumps. I've tried two eye creams and multiple face creams and primers with them. And I get red bumps all over my face. I'm looking it up real quick to see if, um, it does have that mica, but I will say what I like is that it has caffeine. Um, it does have a ginseng in it. So it is mm. very deep puffing. I find it's extremely brightening. I and that. I loved it because I used it a lot right when COVID had started to hit. Mm. And I noticed that I could get away with either wearing less concealer or no concealer. 
when I was using oh. this during the day. Um, Because I do have pretty, I don't want to say they're bad chronic dark circles, but like I definitely have genetic dark circles on top of okay. bad allergies. So um, I have to use like a retinol eye cream at night. Right. And then I've been kind of switching out whatever brightening eye cream during the day. So yeah. I really liked this. I don't think it's something I would personally repurchase with my own money unless it was something where it was like a, a 20% off coupon just because it is $65. And I feel like there are many options. Like if I'm going to pay $65 for an eye cream, I'd rather pay for like the alginist one that I'm using right now, where not Mm, only am I getting those brightening benefits, it's anti-aging as well. Because I know from my skin personally, my under eye is going to be the area I see my age first because it's Mm. already, it started to go when I was like 22. So in terms of dark circles or in terms of, in terms of like fine lines. Okay. Both. And I mean, yeah. I smile a lot. So I have like, <laughs> I'm just a happy person. <laughs> I'm just really happy. Um, but I do in general, just, I have a decent amount of lines already and I wasn't using under eye cream until I started my career at Sephora. Right. And I noticed the second I started using an eye cream, I was like, oh shit. Like those can go away when you right. take, so, when you take care of them. Yeah. So here's also the disclaimer to anyone who is listening um we are aware that we're young we are aware that oh yeah people who are who might be older who you know are maybe rolling their eyes and saying oh you don't have fine lines no we only notice them because we are in the industry but I will say that when my sisters turned 18 I gave them eye cream and I was like you're gonna thank me for this later it's not a real yeah. it's just like if you're gonna put moisturizer in your face get something for your eye area or at least bring up the moisturizer along the eye area. Like you're only helping yourself if you at minimum are hydrating it, which is honestly what I do now with one of my eye creams. It's just to hydrate. It's just to hydrate. Yeah. yeah. And I, I think that's why I'm to the point in my life where the trend for, I think a majority of the products I have today is like, I don't know if I would spend my own money mm-hmm. because I don't know if I necessarily need them. They were gifted and I enjoyed them. Right. But like, I'm, I'm not even 30 yet. Like, yes, this is all preventative and it's never bad to prevent anti-aging, but if you're taking care of your skin. You don't necessarily need as much in my opinion. Like if you're resurfacing your skin with an exfoliator every other day, your skin's turning over, it's producing new skin cells. Right. And if you're I mean, also, like, if you're not married to this skincare, there are other ones out there. I mean, you said ginseng 100%. or whatever, and I or ginseng, and I immediately thought of Origins. ginseng from Origins. You and know? it's 27 bucks. Like, right. Honest right. to God, th- I didn't think about this till you just said it, but this is almost that exact same eye cream. I guarantee, like, the results. Wait, does that one also have mica? I'm going to look it up. It does. It has, like, a pearlescent reflection. Oh, there is mica in the autocorrect. I did well, look up the ingredient list. That is my thing. Okay, and so here is just like one of the bones I have to pick is that let makeup be makeup, let skincare be skincare. And I know that I'm not in the majority for this, especially with a brightening eye cream or a brightening moisturizer. I get it that you want to give, put in the mica or put in whatever it is that you want to put in to give it that brightening boost, the pearly sheen. But that's not what I personally am looking for out of my skincare. If I want to brighten something, then I will go get a product that's in the skin that's in the makeup aisle. Like I don't, I know again, I'm in the minority, but that is just my thing. Like I would have totally gone and put that on my list. And just because, well, a, because I have a reaction to makeup, but B, because I don't want to have little stuff all over my eyes. You know, I just want it to be a cream. 
A hundred percent. And I, I'm looking at both ingredient lists. I did pull up the origins. They are very similar. You can definitely tell that there's a difference. I think origins to me looks a little bit more per their marketing and their branding, a little bit more quote unquote natural. Sunday right. Riley looks a little bit more punchy. Fancy. Yeah. Okay. Um, like I think I, again, I don't want to deep dive too far into ingredients because a, we'll be here forever. B we're not doctors. Um, but there yeah, is like a PEG, <laughs> there's a PEG as a fourth ingredient in the origins. So right. that's where I would be more willing to pay for an autocorrect where I know that it's not in there. Right. Okay. Fair. Anyways. So that's my assessment. I really did love it. I think I'm liking my alginous one a tiny bit more and it's basically a similar, right. Sheeny brightening thing. Got it. Plus anti-aging. <laughs> So my next product is, um, one that honestly, I never thought I would like, and this was the, um, I think it was either a birthday gift or like a VIB points gift. Now I think about it, I think it was a VIB points gift and it is the Laneige lip sleeping mask in their traditional berry. Now the full size of this is $22 for 20 grams, which is about 0.7 ounces. Now I was told, I mean, obviously I heard about this product, right. And then one of the ones I worked with. Yes. It's huge. I mean, everyone heard about it and it was all the ones that people were trying to replicate or be like, Oh, like you'll use this, try this one or whatever. So a girl that I worked with in Denver tried it. And she's like, it honestly changed my life. You have to try it. And I was like, Oh, I just, I just don't know. It's just a lip balm, right? I have plenty of lip balms <laughs> and like, you know, I honestly, I love Burt's Bees lip balms. I just, I get them in the pack and I leave them everywhere in the house. They're like hair ties to me, you know, and they work super well. So when I got the opportunity to try this, I was like, okay, I mean, it's, you know, a free gift. I'm going to try it. Let me tell you, I missed that thing. Oh my God. I don't know what it is, but it actually was the only thing that got rid of my chapped lips. And I, really, and, and I, for the life of me, can't figure out what it is in there because I've tried lip scrubs, right? You can just make it with brown sugar, a little bit of coconut oil, whatever, regular sugar, just put it on your lips. You can just take a washcloth and rub it on your lips. That'll exfoliate your lips. But this was the only thing that I actually woke up in the morning and I was like, oh, oh my God, I, I actually could wear a lipstick today and it's not going to have that rough texture. Yeah. You know, that sometimes you get if you have super dry or chapped lips. So I was super, super surprised. And honestly, I would repurchase this if I had that kind of disposable income and wanted to treat myself. It's not a necessity. I think it's a nice gift to receive. I also think it's a nice gift to give. How long did it last you the travel size? Was it uh, a while? Yeah. So because you had like a a small one, right? As a gift. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I had it, I don't know, maybe like four months something like that. That's not terrible. It's really not that bad. You you don't have to use a lot of it. I mean, just, I mean, what I would say is imagine a grain of rice and then just, if you need more, just keep applying it or else you're going to use too much. And then, um, I, I did end up using it during the day as well. You know, not every day, because again, one of the reasons I like the bird's bees is that it's a tube form. So especially during coronavirus, when you're not using your hands and you're not Right. You're not, you know, trying to dirty your hands yeah. too often. Dipping my fingers into a pot wasn't something I was totally down with doing during the day. But at night, right, you put it on, you wash your hands, go to bed, whatever. You so, might like their squeezy um, tube ones because they have squeezy yes. tube ones for the day. Yeah, I got, oh, from Laneige. Oh, I know from I Laneige. saw those. Yes, I saw those. Again, if I had, I, I think this is not a necessary purchase. 
I really yeah. did like it, but I think it's more it's a of lot. like, I'm going to treat myself, you know, like yeah. I'd rather, because honestly, 22 bucks is, you know, two burritos. That's so that's like a lipstick and like a travel size mascara. Well, what brand lipstick? I could get a MAC lipstick. Not that I'm really like into MAC lipsticks anymore. Oh, Let me true. rephrase. I could get an Urban Decay lipstick for $16, 17 bucks. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then a travel size Too Faced Better Than Sex waterproof. And it would be the same price as that lip balm. All right. Well, then there you go. That's what Sarah would buy with her $22. <laughs> and I will say um, this product specifically goes to show you that like we do disagree on products. Oh, yeah. Because Sarah I has freaking like, hate this lip mask. <laughs> I well, strong, <laughs> strong. Okay. I don't hate it. That's really intense, but like, I also got a try. I think we were together at 34th street when we got Probably. it. We spent a lot because of time together. We spent a around. lot of time and a lot of time in that specific Sephora. Yes. Um, it's the, it was the biggest one in the country when we first moved to New York. So we were like, if anything is going to be there, we should go there. Wait, I um, didn't know that. Oh yeah. That's and then the, the Times Square one? one. No, no, nay, nay. Times Square, they built that new Times Square store. Oh, okay, right, right, right. That became and the biggest one. And then that became right. the biggest one. Okay. And that's an experience. Once stores open up again and like you're traveling, I definitely recommend going to that Times Square store. I got to go to the launch <laughs> party, which is like the moment I knew I arrived. I went with like the brand we were working with and like our creator yeah. and a couple of like our team. And I felt so cool. Like I met like all these brand founders and like it was yeah. Like there were influencers there and I was like, I've arrived. And then no one remembered me and like, it was fine. Um, <laughs> but that Sephora is really, really cool to shop. And I think it's laid out really nicely. Okay. Anyways, my anyway. marketing. <laughs> Anyways, so I agree completely. I think the Laneige lip mask is definitely a like bougie product. Yes. But I did not notice any difference oh. when I used it. Oh, I thought okay. it actually dried my lips out more and it mm. might just be that like I have really prone chap lips and I I love the bite beauty lip mask which had come out first the one in the squeezy tube or the one in the pot yeah um it's more natural again yes. quote unquote natural but like they're all vegan now the bite ones um and I find that like the ingredient story in the bite are just something I prefer I know the Laneige is like a cult well, here's Classic. the thing. I'm not speaking to the ingredients, the Laneige one. I don't really want to go into that because <laughs> I don't know what's um, in it. I'm just going to disclaim that this is why it's so confusing, right? You can look up the ingredients. You can type them into Google. You can look up, you know, like inkycoder.com or whatever, polishchoice.com. They have a lot of different databases and resources, resources out there that you can use to get information, right, about ingredients. Yeah. Someone literally said that this was a mineral oil-free ingredient and then I think one of the ingredients in there I think like maybe the fourth or fifth one whenever I looked it up it said you know derived from mineral oil so I was like okay you know what I'm just not even I gonna dive know. into it so th yeah so yeah. I'm, not, I'm not I will say yeah. the texture is really nice yeah I I yes. personally actually I've tried the squeezy tube ones and I actually like those because they're yeah. almost like lip glossy with right. lip balm so like I I just think for me I'm also one of those people like you'll kind of discover if something becomes too hypey, I want nothing to do with it. So like, for example, right now, like Bridgerton, I know it would be a hundred percent up my alley. I know I would love it. It's Grey's Anatomy meets Pride and Prejudice, two of my right. favorite things. But because it's exploded on TikTok and the world's like, it's amazing. I don't want to watch it. 
You sound like everyone when like Justin Bieber got really big and then everyone decided that they didn't like his music and it wasn't cool to like his music. And then remember when he came back and I remember my older sister went and she was like, oh, I saw Justin Bieber concert. And my dad literally looked at her and goes, after all the (laughs) shit you gave Hana. (laughs) And I was like, yeah, you heard it here first, folks. Heard it here first. I showed you him on Ellen DeGeneres. You're freaking welcome. (laughs) (laughs) See, I'm like, it's funny because I'm not sure if that's like my Enneagram four type trying to be like an individualist or what but I think because it's so popular I want to just be like to spite like I've never watched Game of Thrones for the same reason oh that's funny um it's awful but you know what it could be though it could be that you have had so much experience of people coming in and asking for the same product and overlooking other products and not maybe trying other brands or just not spending time looking into other products or other brands that work equally good or better that yeah. maybe you just ha- maybe that's kind of like subconscious and then you so you just that's kind of write possible. off something I don't know no I mean that's definitely possible but yeah I again I think this product could be if you want to spend some money it's not bad I just yeah. for me I didn't have a good like it's not worth the money to me and right. I just I think it's too hyped when you could literally I, again I love Burt's Bees I don't understand why we can't just use birds bees. Right. And, and I mean, you can, you totally can. No one is saying you can't. All right. Um, my second product, sorry, I was taking a nice little sip of my drink post workout. (laughs) Um, my second product has a really long name. It is the Kate Somerville biomimic peptide serum, smooth and firm. This was gifted to me. This product is wicked expensive per Kate Somerville always, but it is $98 for an ounce. Um, Okay. Okay. Woof. So just so to, to remind you the first, um, product I mentioned was also $98, but it was for 1.59 ounces and hers is one ounce. Yeah. So just a comparison. Okay. Continue. To preface. Yeah. Yes. I will say I used it only in the PM. It lasted me about eight, maybe nine months. I didn't use very, I didn't need wow. very much of it. Okay. Um, part of that might be because I left it in New York when I, um, quarantined in Michigan for two months before going yeah, back you to can't my use that in your you can't use that in your month's so calculation I would say maybe six six months if I'm okay. using PM only um so same as mine so same as yours yes okay. um I will say this product was gifted I was okay. extremely interested in this line so they have two of this they're like kx active concentrates okay. so they're supposed to be stronger but super gentle, crazy effective serums you can layer into your routine. You don't have to, or you can mix them with like a moisturizer. Um, And this one has five different sizes of peptides, I think is how peptides work. I'm not 100% sure. I don't know. Is that what what they advertise? They said five different peptides. So whether that be type of peptides. I don't think that's necessarily the size. Maybe that's just hyaluronic acid. This is what I'm saying. How long have we worked in the industry? And it still confuses me. Yeah. Um, Well, they talk about like weights of hyaluronic acid and stuff. And they talk about like size of like zinc oxide particles or whatever. But I think for the peptides, I think you're different types. Yeah. It's like amino acids, right? There's different types. Sure. I don't know. Sure. We sound Um, like idiots. (laughs) it's fine that's why people listen right guys yeah um we're all struggling together but basically this is a super lifting firming hydrating serum and it's a really nice gel texture so it absorbed super quickly um and even on my very young 26 year old skin last year yes 
I did actually notice a little bit of lifting and I started using this when I was on my like huge weight loss journey. So maybe it has been, maybe it was eight months because that was like October of 2019 and I just finished it. October of 2020 and I didn't use it for about two months. So I guess okay. it was 10 months. Yeah. Um, and I, as I was losing, I lost about 50 pounds. I've now gained it back, but <laughs> I lost about 50 pounds and I was getting quite saggy skin, like on my neck and on my like cheekbones, my cheekbones weren't like as tight as I wanted them. And when you were losing did, weight, when I was losing weight. Okay. And this helped like kind of everything into place. Oh, and I wasn't expecting that. And it wasn't, I would say dramatic. I assume someone of an like more mature skin would definitely see a bigger result. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think this would be something I'd consider putting into my routine, maybe in like 10 years. Like if okay. I was in yeah. my like late thirties, it right. would be something I'd hundred percent repurchase. I think it's definitely worth the money. Kate right. Somerville is one of my favorite brands. I think that she does amazing products. Yeah. And her I just formulas her. are very well thought out. They're very, effective. they're very intentional. Yes. Yeah. And I, and I appreciate that everything she makes is with a sensitive skin in mind. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. That is very nice. So, so even her, like, like I'm using her retinol right now and I will say it's a very strong retinol. So mm-hmm. like I'm probably using more than I need to be using and that's why I'm having issues with it. Okay. But even to have a retinol plus vitamin C serum, it doesn't burn my face. It doesn't sting. Whoa. And I'm not noticing any additional redness when I'm applying it, which is pretty impressive. Right. I'll just I sing mean, the praises of Kate Somerville. I just, yeah. I'm also obsessed with her. Like she was doing all these videos during quarantine about like Kate's spot home and like how she like recommends you use her products. And I would just sit there live with her on Instagram and be like, I love you. Yeah. <laughs> she was one of the first. So when I was um, searching the YouTubes, she was one of the first brands. Well, Bliss was the first brand I found on YouTube. And then Kate Somerville was one of the first brands I found just through like initial research and her acne line. I want to say it's anti-bock, but that doesn't sound right to me. Anti-bock. It is. Okay. All right. Yes. That was some of the, those were some of the first high-end anti-acne products I purchased in high school. Yeah. I'm still using her. um, It's her redone version of anti-bock. It's like her salicylic acne treatment. That's what I'm using right now for my acne and it's super effective. All her, that's the thing. All her products do exactly what they say. And the science behind them is impressive. Yeah. Yeah. I need to to get a a facial done at her spa once the world is like safe again. Oh my gosh. I know. I think they're very expensive. If I had a million dollars. Right. Oh yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Effective or it's expensive, but effective. Effective. Yeah. Yeah. So that's Kate Somerville, Biomimic Peptides. Nice. So I'm going to move on to my number three product and okay, this one is not a skincare product, but I wanted to talk about it because it's, um, (laughs) I know it's a skincare podcast, but we are talking about beauty. Um, this is from one of my favorite lines. So my, the brand is Briogeo, which is one of my favorite brands. I said lines before, but I meant brands. I mean, basically everything I've tried from Briogeo I've liked. Um, is it Briogeo or Briogeo? I say (laughs) I say Briogeo. I like Briogeo better, but I was trained at Sephora that it was Briogeo. 
It might be wrong. I don't know. It's quite possible. I don't know. I, I like I should, I should go back. I should go back and watch some videos of Nancy Twine and see what, what she says. I thought it was Briogeo. Okay, now you have me doubting it. Anyway. I'm so sorry. It is a fantastic brand. Um, I listened to actually a podcast featuring her and I believe they said that she had like the number one or the fastest growing hair care brand at Sephora or something. That's- that statistic sounds right to me. Um, yeah. So, I mean, this was maybe a year or two years ago. Um, but anyway. She expanded into Ulta. She just she launched did. into Ulta. She did. Yes. Which is awesome. But um, yeah, I've, I mean, I've tried so many, not so many. I actually want to try more. Um, but anyway, the product that I'm talking about is the <laughs> Farewell Frizz Rosarco Milk Leave-In Conditioner. Um, so basically, I have used the same leave-in conditioning spray on and off since high school. Um, and I kind of alternate with ones that either catch my interest or are new. So I went to Sephora and I said, I need a new leave-in conditioner, which would, which do you recommend the Briogeo one or the way one? And the woman working there said Briogeo. So I was like, okay, great. Cause I wanted to try both. I probably will eventually try the way one. Um, not worth your time. I know, but I still want to try it because I love her hair oil. Like I, I love do, the way I do her oil. love that hair oil. Yeah. So anyway, the leave-in conditioner is $20 for five fluid ounces, which is actually, I think, more affordable. And I think it's a pretty good price compared to Kerastase. <laughs> um, oh, is that what you were using before? No. The one that I was using before is the Unite 7 Seconds. And every okay. person that has tried it has loved it. So try it, Sarah, and you'll love it. But you can get it online or it's mostly salon. Like you're not going to find it at Ulta. You're not going to find it at Sephora. So um, you can purchase it directly from them. Or again, you can find a salon near you that sells it. All of my, that's how I found it was my hairstylist. My, the person who cut my hair in high school, she used it and she used Joico. So that's how I found that. So I just used those. And then um, the woman who cut my hair in Denver also used Unite. So it was super easy for me to not only keep using product, it. but also right. It supports, um, the salon. Yeah. And I think they make a commission off of the products that they sell. Oh, I 100%. Asked once. Yeah. So I was like, yeah. okay, great. I'm more than happy to purchase it from you and obviously not pay I shipping. I do the same and, exact thing. Right. Yeah. And support the salon, support, you know, my, your stylist. Yeah. Um, and actually I did the math. So the seven second one is $29.50 for eight ounces, which means it's actually cheaper per ounce than the Briogeo one. The only thing is the Briogeo one is silicone free. The seven seconds one is not. Oh, don't at me with the silicone stuff. Okay. So like, here's the thing. It's funny because again, we have very different opinions on things. So like, I am a very big, like silicone free advocate because it works for me. I removed silicone from my hair and I instantly had volume in my hair for the first time. And I actually have started to create waves. Mm. I didn't think I had, I, I wouldn't even classify myself as like having wavy hair, but I can create the illusion of waves mm. without that silicone. I've actually used this product. I think I'm almost done with it actually. And I really the like The Briogeo one to clarify. The Briogeo yes. one. Yeah. Yes. So I, I love Briogeo as well. I think they're a great brand. I definitely have used up a bunch of their products. I yes. definitely want to try more. Yes. Um, I, I think the only reason I don't use this one more is because it doesn't have a built-in heat protectant. I tend to use the, mm-hmm. it's a 10 because it is also silicone free. Oh my God. The it's a 10 one. Love. I tried to use it in college. It made my hair so sticky. 
I don't spray on directly my hair. I spray it on my hand and then rub it together and then like just do it on my ends. Oh, see, in that case. That's, but that's how I use this. What? I spray yeah. it directly in my tangles and then I wait nope. like five seconds and then I brush it out. I'm not putting it. It's not a hair oil. It's this leave in spray. But I get really my this is not a flex, but my hair is naturally really silky. So if I do that, it looks oh, greasy. mine is so tangled. Also, I just want to say the reason that I <laughs> will not object to using silicones is if you take a strand of my hair and you hold it, it looks like a Christmas tree because it's just fly away. Oh it does. I have so silicone I have work straight for you then. Hair. That's good. You would think <laughs> the number <laughs> of products I've tried that are like, oh, smoothing conditioner. It does not do a thing. Like I step outside in the humidity, my hair is so frizzy and so huge and looks like a triangle. And and even in not humidity, like today, I I went. Um, I had to go to a lab class, so I, you know, whatever, put some stuff in my hair, put that oil in my hair from whey or whatever. And then I walked and I could see that in the reflection of some of the windows that my hair just looked like really, really frizzy. The only reason, the only way, one of the only ways I don't get flyaways is by blow drying it. And I blow dry my hair about five times a year. Really? Yeah. Um, I didn't really own a blow dryer. I didn't know how to blow dry my hair. I didn't really experiment. I didn't want to take the extra five to 10 minutes out of my morning to blow dry my hair. So I've never been a big hair blow dryer. And I really learned how to blow dry my hair about last year. Yeah, I um oh. I got bangs last year, two years ago now, God. a year and a half ago. I was finally allowed um, to get rid of my bangs in eighth grade. I'm never going back. <laughs> I <laughs> you looked good I, with your bangs. I love my bangs. I'm growing them out into curtain bangs right now because my hairstylist nice. is on maternity leave. Nice. Um, so I figured it was a great opportunity to grow them out because I actually initially wanted curtain bangs back yeah. in 2019 before they were trendy. Um, are and they we trendy just again doing- now? Oh, they're 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 popping those curtain bangs. Is it because of, is shag. it because everyone was like cutting their hair in Corona? In I have no idea. So <laughs> everyone comes I, out with like botched bangs and buzz cuts. I, dude, I don't know what it was. I got my bangs November of 2019, and I got them cut like twice, and then Corona happened. I learned how to cut my own bangs. Um, not great, but like enough to manage. Right, and. I, I don't like, everyone's like a girl that gets bangs is having her life like fall apart. And that was like, my life was like falling into place. Like I was like, I am hot shit. Like I am arriving. And then Corona happened and ruined right. it all. Right. Um, but I got them because all I have to do is style my bangs and I can throw everything else in a ponytail and it looks great. Oh, um, so I, see. I got it because I used to wear when I was working, especially in the store, I'd wear my hair half up, half down. So mm-hmm. I could literally like blast my roots pull my hair into like a half up, half down look, do my bangs, get on the subway. And by the time I arrived where I was going, the bottom half of my hair and my roots were completely dry and just the ponytail would be a little damp, but it'd look put together. Right, right, right. Got it. Okay. We've gone really far into hair care. Yeah. And I just, I also realized I didn't really say if I would repurchase. So I did purchase this product. Obviously I went to Sephora and I purchased it. Um, I would repurchase it. However, it's not my number one. Again, my number one is the seven seconds. So that's what I repurchased it with because I kind of feel like yeah. I, I, I do this. I use the seven seconds one because it's so good. And then I say, oh, I want to try a new one. And then you because the seven seconds one is so good and I've been using it since I was 14, I just, I always go back to it. Yeah. So the Briogeo, Briogeo one is good. I just, I didn't want to repurchase it just yet. Okay. So my next product is a, um, cheapish, cheapish moisturizer. Yeah. It's yeah. the Sephora 
I thought it was called the Sephora 3.0 because my jar literally says Sephora 3.0. And I Google it today to try and like find more information on it. Mm-hmm. It is called the Sephora Nourishing Moisturizer. No mention of the 3.0, but basically mm. it's part of the Sephora Clean. I'm not sure if we've ever defined what Sephora Clean means, but it's a I don't classification. Think, uh, yeah, I don't think we need to. We're not very a briefly. We're not a Sephora. Very, show. very briefly. You have to go through a screening process. You aren't allowed to use a list of ingredients. Yes, it's a classification process. It, for Sephora, Sephora clean, for Sephora Clean, let's just call it a classification process, and you have to submit yeah. your ingredient list, and then based off and. Again, I did not work on the Sephora account on the back end, so there could be more steps to this, but basically what they did is they created their own clean and it's that it's also a way for them to market those brands and highlight them in store yes. and online because they affix that little symbol to them. Correct. Yeah. Um, and as a Sephora, previous Sephora associate, it's a great like, and it's also clean. It doesn't really mean that that product's better. It just means that it's gone through a screening process and it doesn't include certain ingredients. Yes. Yes. So the Sephora collection, their skincare line is Sephora clean. Yeah. And might I add, I got trained by a Sephora educator when this line launched Mm -hmm. and I looked at something and I was like, but this ingredients on the Sephora clean line, he's like, well, it's our own brand. We can do what we want. And I quote, so, whoa, maybe take with a grain of salt. That's some really big insider tea. Not that it's tea, like I was trained on it, but right, right. I was just, basically yeah. told like, we can do whatever we want. And I was like, hmm, <laughs> that's interesting. Um, what ingredient most- was it? You don't remember? It's fine if you don't remember, just make a note. And we'll it might've been the it. fragrance. Cause I remember that one of the classifications it has, has to have less than half a percent of synthetic fragrance. Yes. And I remember looking and like being like, fragrance is really high on this ingredient list. Is it, it less is. than half a percent? It is. Okay. Okay. So here's the thing. Does that mean that every, if, if they're following their own guidelines, so either that, either they don't classify that as synthetic fragrance, right? A, or B, if they just classify that as fragrance, whatever, that means everything below it is less than half a percent. That is correct. Because ingredients list goes from highest concentration concentration to lowest lowest concentration, if anyone wasn't is wondering yeah yes so i i and i think that might have been it it was like three years ago at this point so i don't honestly remember yeah um i think that might have been what it is i was like there's a lot of added fragrance in this um mm-hmm. but this moisturizer retails for 17 dollars, and you get 1.69 ounces um i bought this in march uh when i got home from the pandemic and realized i had originally thought i was staying for three weeks yeah um, i stayed for three months yeah. So I did not really pack accordingly, um, yeah. AKA I just started running out of product and right. I knew that I had this stockpile in New York and I knew I was going to move out in like a month after that. So I didn't want to spend a ton of money and I had known this moisturizer based on my Sephora training and it is fan freaking tastic. hundred percent would repurchase hundred yeah. percent. I've made you buy it. I've made like three other people buy it. It is, I think the Sephora collection line as a whole is a really good cheaper alternative. I think it the, is. It is very really underrated. Good quality, super underrated. This is a really nice. It's thicker cream, mm-hmm. but I feel like it hydrates and absorbs quickly, which for me is like my biggest thing. Like I want it to be rich, but I want it to absorb. This yeah. one has three different oils in it. I want to say it's marula, avocado, and rose mm-hmm. or apricot. I don't remember exactly because those are um, the so same. So it does definitely have. Yeah, it has three oils. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Um, but it's just super nourishing. There's nothing more I can say other than like 
if you need a moisturizer, go buy it because yeah. it is just that great. And I will say that I was drawn to this because, okay, so here's the thing. And Sarah, correct me if I'm wrong, but does this say made in the EU? And does it, because you have it in front of you, or does it say made in France? Because I've been to France. I've gone to the Sephora's in France. Obviously they have Sephora collections. Sephora is a French company. They made have- in France. Okay. They have different products there than they offer in the US, obviously. For example, I bought an SPF 50 there back in college. It was amazing. I used it when I was skiing. From Sephora collection? Yes. And I couldn't find it in the US. So all I'm saying is that if it's made in (laughs) France, it's going to have to go by, right? The EU regulations, which are much stricter than the US ones. So for me, that's a positive. Two, obviously it's super, super affordable. I was looking at this as basically this is the dupe for the drunk elephant Lala. That's exactly what it is. Okay. And I forgot to mention, I bought this in March. Like I said, I used it consistently every night and it took me about eight months to go through because yeah, I didn't super, need very much. It's super rich. You don't need a lot. The one thing I will say about this is that I wish it didn't smell so strong. I do not I need fragrance to make or break a pro well okay I do not need fragrance to make a product for me I'm fine with but it, it can with, break a product it can for break me. a product yeah because yes. it smells way too strong um I was also going through a uh a, a breakout phase when I was using this so I eliminated it and went back to a moisturizer that I had really loved and I knew didn't break me out I know that Jay really loves this moisturizer so I think I'm going I've sold to- it to a lot of boyfriends sold it I've recommended it <laughs> yeah I'm yeah, still in I my mean, Sephora. Like yeah, I literally I it's t- very during Christmas shopping, yeah. I went to Sephora to pick up something for as a gift. And my friend who was with me had just said like, Hey, my husband's breaking out. I don't mm-hmm. want to spend a lot of money, but he's so, so dry. What right. can you recommend? I was like, does he care that it has a pink top? Great. Here you go. And he, yeah. he ended up calling me and was like, Thanks for helping with my skin. Right. It, it is a really good moisturizer. This one is great. And then the other one I would say is Even good. H- HA um, is what it's the hyaluronic acid one. No, it's from a different the- brand. It's from CV Skid Labs. It's a, a smaller brand and they have a moisturizer. It's more expensive. It's 49. But if anyone that has a boyfriend who's super sensitive or super red or sunburned or irritated yeah. skin, that is a fantastic product because it's made for super red and sensitive skin it's just a little bit on the pricier side but it doesn't have any fragrance or anything in it I'm gonna have to try that one for my super red skin oh my god I can't believe I haven't told you about that it's so good it's okay yeah um but yeah I I think it's um to to go on your point sorry I forgot to mention this it's quite possible also Sephora collection redoes their products I feel like every six months like I feel like every Six to eight months, there's like this whole new slew of products I've never seen. And they maybe keep like their liquid lipsticks. And do you mean they don't redo their products? You mean they just kind of add to the line and take away? Yeah. So like they will just completely and like like they when they launched this Sephora collection skincare in store, we completely wiped out everything that existed in the Sephora collection skincare line before and relaunched with I think like six products. Right. And I did just see on skincare newsletter today, they are introducing like sleeping masks. Oh, I saw which that. they had six months ago. Yeah. They look really nice. They're definitely upping this like natural clean line. Right. And technically that one isn't clean, but because it's in the same section, it looks like it is. Um, uh, oh, interesting. Yeah. Wait, which one is it clean with what they just launched? Anything with that like fruit decal on it. I feel like those makeup wipes are not clean. They're fragranced as heck. Oh, I don't know. I haven't tried them. 
they're they're good i i, I like them um yeah but sephora collection in general hidden gem their makeup their skincare yeah, and they have exfoliating pads that are really really good <sighs> They are so good. They come in a white jar with a green top. Green top. And I cannot remember what they they're are. Like, but I, glycolic. Yes, they're so good. So and good. Gentle. Do not make me red. Do not make me itchy. I love I'd it. If you need, if you need pads beauty. to travel with, try yes. those. Not the pixie. Try the Sephora ones. Yes. Yeah. Yes, yes. All right, your last product, Tana. Oh, we're, oh, I forgot that. We're no, there. That one was yours. Um, yeah, so my very <laughs> last product is one that I found. Okay, I found this at Home Goods. No, TJ Maxx. TJ Maxx. I was say Home Goods doesn't sell. Beauty. Right. I was like, okay, it's one of those one of those stores that I like. Okay, so here's the thing with TJ Maxx. You can find products there. Just check the labels. Check the check the expiration date. Um, and then just, you know, make sure that it's like not opened or whatever. So this is the Marc Jacobs Youthquake Hydrofull Retexturizing Gel Cream Moisturizer. A mouthful. Ooh, it's a mouthful. I got the travel size version of it. Um, I don't remember what the price was, but the, because it it's obviously. Like 23. It, yeah, it was also, For a the reason, normal it was price. also at like TJ Maxx. So I think it was a little bit under, but the full price is $59 for 1.7 ounces, right? Which is 50 mils. So I was me trying to whistle. Sorry. It was very poor. That's a it lot is on the higher end of moisturizers. Definitely. You're obviously paying for the name. The packaging is pretty. Um, it's pretty nice. kind of chunky, you know, it's like a bigger jar and then you open it and then you see that the actual pot is quite a small <laughs> diameter. Um, I hate that. this felt okay. I felt like a prime, like a silicone primer going on oh, my face. It did not feel like how that. I like moisturizers to feel. I understand that people who are oily skinned or even here in the summer, you want a lighter gel moisturizer, but this also had that silicone primer feel to it. And I did not love it. I ended up using the rest of it on my arms. And then I had that feeling on the back of my arms instead of moisturize and saw it as like primary. So I would not recommend and I would not repurchase. I do love that is my, my Marc Jacobs bag. I'm, I'm not loving this moisturizer. And I love Marc Jacobs Beauty. I love their beauty products. I heard their bronzer is awesome. Bronzer. I have a highlight. I love their eyeliners and their mascaras. Their eye products, wonderful. Okay. But I think this is something that we might be able to do an episode on in the future. There is something... That universally is like my pride and prejudice. There is a truth universally acknowledged that when makeup brands do skincare, a lot of the times there's always something that bothers me. Like there are very few cases where a a makeup brand has transitioned, transitioned into skincare 100% successfully on the off. Like the only brand I can think of that I really, really enjoyed Charlotte Tilbury. Her magic cream people love. And also I I mentioned Bobby Brown before and I, I haven't tried it, um, but her, I've heard good things Her moisturizer and her eye cream, like her, I want to say face space. Maybe that's what it's called. I don't know. Uh, Vitamin. Yeah. Face space. Yeah. So, I mean, I've always been intrigued by it, but I've never tried it, but again, it's like, yeah, started primarily obvious as a makeup brand and went into skincare, but I don't know. I, I think the only one I could realistically think is like Estee Lauder. And I don't remember if they started oh. as makeup or they started as skincare and I haven't tried their skincare, but that's one of the only brands where like, I, I feel like it. the hype of their skincare is equal to the hype of their makeup. Mm-hmm. And I feel like both are very culty. All of like, like Huda Beauty's 
skincare line. I'm sure some people love it. I've tried two products. Mm -hmm. They just don't do it for me. Same with Tarte, Too Faced. I love their makeup. Too Faced does skincare? I didn't even know that. Oh yeah, a whole line. And like, there's nothing wrong with expanding your brand. I don't want to get too into this because I feel like it's a little bit negative, but I, I think it's, there's something very specific that happens even when Fenty did it. Where mm-hmm. like Fenty, Fenty beauty skincare is, is okay. I, yeah. I like it. Yeah. I think that might be the most successful out of like their products actually work and like, don't, I don't hate them. Mm-hmm. In terms but of successful, in terms of your opinion. Both. I think the Fenty skincare line has been very successful. My opinion is like a six out of 10. Oh, you mean like commercially, like you mean commercially okay, recognized. Cause you said successful. So you mean successful in terms of well-received and then co- I think like yes. successful in terms of, you I'm so sorry. It. Okay. Got it. Yes. Thank you for correcting me. No, just clarify. Just making sure I understand. <laughs> yeah. So like, I, I just think that when a skincare brand transitions into beauty, they know how to formulate in a way and by beauty you mean makeup makeup thank you sorry I'm just no I just wanted to be clear because I want everyone listening to yeah understand and myself to understand it's 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 smart um my words are not all the way there today but I feel like when a skincare brand transitions into makeup I almost never have any qualms with it whereas like when a makeup brand transitions into skincare it is always that line of like, is it actually skincare or are you just looking to make extra money and expand your portfolio? I mean, I think it's the same. I have the same thoughts and I don't know why. It, and, and, and and it could be that maybe subconsciously or not subconsciously, like in my past, I've tried and I can't remember, I've tried skincare products or I've looked into skincare products from a makeup company. And I'm just like, this just doesn't excite me. I can go across the exactly. aisle and get something much better for the same price or for less expensive. So exactly. there is, there is something there, which I, I, I share. I definitely yeah. share. So maybe we could do, if you guys are interested in hearing about that more, I, I feel like I could write down some thoughts and like formulate it a little bit more articulately than what I'm saying currently, but yeah, just like brands that have like expanded or like what we've tried or whatever from, yeah. you know, like makeup brands that have then expanded into skincare. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, but my last product of the night is the uh, Cora Organics Noni Night. So this is a, um, this is Miranda Carr's brand. I don't hear a lot about Cora Cosmetics. I know it's big. What did you just say? World, but like. It's Miranda Kerr. Kerr? What did I say? Yeah. Car? Did you say Carr? I, I 100% said <laughs> I was Car. like, I was like, did I just hear that right? Okay. I'm so sorry that, that came out. Packaging off is, no, it didn't. Um. I definitely have rubbed off a good chunk of this packaging, oh. um, which I can't tell if that's because it's well-loved or it just sat in my shelf for a long time because it, spoiler, wasn't super exciting to me and kind of had to force myself oh, to finish it that up. That makes me so sad. I will say, I think the cadence to that is this is an organic, certified organic product. Yeah. It is a natural AHA resurfacer. So, so it's pe- similar to the first product I tried. Exactly. Okay. I think this product, it's it retails for $72 for 1.01 ounces. Um, okay, pricey. In, in line with things like um, Good Jeans or the Biosense Lactic Acid, it's actually yes. on par. That's about okay. the same as those other ones. Okay, more expensive per ounce than mine, but on par with other offerings at Sephora. 
Correct. And okay. I would say I would classify it more with those other offerings because it is an AHA resurfacer. It's not a retinol. So it isn't doing as much uh, as yours. It's gotcha. just an AHA, BHA and it's okay. natural. Right. So there, um, I, I don't remember. I think it had like the willow bark in it. Yeah. Um, and lactic acid. I think, yeah. I think personally you would love this product. Probably. For me, I feel like it wasn't oomphy enough. Like I will say I, okay. I, I did get this gifted to me. Um, I think I really, I did notice it was very brightening mm-hmm. and it smoothed, mm. but I did not notice any texture removal. That might be, Hang let on. me rephrase. Let you just rephrase. said it, you said it's smooth. Let me rephrase. Yes. It's smooth. So I will say like, it made my skin look smooth. Okay. I didn't feel the smoothness. Oh, okay. If that makes sense. Yeah, it does. And I think one of the things that might've affected the way I view this is I have finished my bottle of good jeans, which is like one of my all-time favorite right. lactic acid treatment. Mm-hmm. I got a sample of the Biosance lactic acid, which is like, let my also fun fact, my skin loves lactic acid. My skin responds to lactic acid right. very, very quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, like I saw results with good jeans in two days. I used the Biosance sample for four days and saw a result. Oh, wow. I did not have that experience with this product. Mm, And I don't think it's this product's fault. I think it's just that because I was using really strong clinical and like that, that Biosense Lactic is like a powerhouse. I think, I think this is for a specific person. I do not think I am Cora's market audience. Okay. If that makes sense. So I think it definitely, I don't want to like bash this product because it didn't work for me. I mean, I definitely want to try it. It's on my list of uh, products to try. Actually, right now on my face, I have her Noni Glow sleeping mask. I want to try her Noni Glow oil. I love um, her Noni Glow oil. I will say I've tried okay. that and I really like that. Yeah. I would be intrigued to try her day serum. because is that I've a vitamin C serum? What is it's that? It's a vitamin C, yeah. Hmm, um, okay. And I think it might have... No, I'm thinking about the Volition Strawberry. Um, oh my God. I want to try that one so badly. <laughs> that has been on my list. Like just volition in general is just a line. I really love want to try. Yeah. And, oh, that strawberry serum, it gets me every time, every time I go into Sephora. Well, not now. Cause you know, but every I time we would it, go to Sephora, you would look at it and be like, should I get it? I know it's because I had such a backlog of vitamin C serums to use. I just, yeah. you know, it's like, I can't be stocking up on that. <laughs> No, I totally agree. And I've noticed, so I did have to throw, I got um, a full size product of the drunk elephant vitamin C and I, I got it from a rep and bless her. It was a super generous gift. I did not expect it. And I'd always want to try it. And I opened it and it was dark and it clearly gone bad. And I tried it twice and it was, yeah, no point, which is so sad. Cause I wanted to try it, but yeah, once it's, um, oxidized. Yeah, it's done. I would, I would, and I would not use that. I've noticed I'm interested to try a more a natural vitamin C because I'm using the Sunday Riley CEO and it's like a 15% THC ascorbic. I get a little tingly from it. THC? Are we talking about what weed again? It? No, it's T. Oh shit. CEO. CEO. It's um, it's a type of ascorbic acid that's stabilized. Okay. T- yeah. TCH maybe. Just is what um. I'm thinking. Just as a side note, um, Dr. Shireen Idris, she is a dermatologist that worked with Allure and her video, um, like day in the life or whatever, w- w- went viral. And so 
she has created her own YouTube channel, especially within quarantine. She just released a video last week or something about vitamin C and she talks about like stabilization and different types of vitamin C and different formulations and products to recommend. So I'm not going to be necessarily, obviously right now, not recommending any, I'll talk about the vitamin C's that I like. Sarah will talk about vitamin C's that she likes, but if you guys are really interested in learning about vitamin C and incorporating that into your routine and getting ideas, she is a great resource. So I highly yeah. recommend looking her up um, on the YouTubes or Instagram because she has a very- See, you're starting it too, video. the YouTubes. Yeah. Did you? Yeah. It's fun. Yes, it is Got fun. Got really close to the mic. Sorry. I leaned forward. <laughs> I was excited. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think, I think Cora in general is just not a brand. Like I'm such a results driven human and my skin I've noticed can tolerate my skin. Yeah, I mean, really it just didn't work for your brands. skin. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, and, I will and, still try it because I'm I think you, I intrigued. think you would like it like based okay. on your skin. I think you would like it. And I think my girls that like, like that kind of vibe and like guys. that natural and guys, sorry, humans. Yes. Um, it, humans that prefer to be having like that very gentle approach to skincare will love it. Okay. I tend to be a like gentle, but like on the cusp. So I <laughs> attack my skin, but not too much. Okay. Like, it's like that Alanis Morris, that quote where it's like, I like pain, but only when it doesn't hurt. Like that's like, Oh, dang. <laughs> like that's I'm not, not even going to get into do. what came into mind when you said that. Um, I think. I definitely need a new lactic acid slash exfoliating serum. So I think I have, I want to try, oh no, I have the honeymoon glow. That's oh, what I have on the, such a classic. I'm such waiting for my skin to get through the retinol phase. And then I will add that. I'll alternate them. So, oh yeah. I was about to say, don't add that. Oh no, God. I should have don't, known better. I do know better. Don't double layer that. Uh-uh. No. So in editing, we realized that our outro was not good. And this is our we fifth we didn't. try <laughs> recording an outro because I just have the giggles and I keep messing up, Sarah. So this is our outro. Oh, Thank you shit. so much for listening. We're actually, we're very, not shocked, but I think it's hard. When I'm overwhelmed. Yeah, overwhelmed. There's just been a lot of support and we're so, so happy and thankful. So we really do appreciate everyone who listens and subscribes and rates us and sends us messages on Instagram. That is one of the most fun things of our day is just getting these questions and get, getting your recommendations on products that you love and products that we should try. So please um, continue to, I mean, thank you and continue to do that. <laughs> um, but yeah, so our Instagram is bareface.podcast um, and our email. Our email is bareface.podcast at gmail.com. And then we did decide to launch a Facebook page this yes. week. Uh, so that is up and live. Super exciting. Pow, 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 pow. Um, I said it much more exciting in the prior takes and I apologize for that. Um, but that is barefaced, a beauty podcast, I yes. believe is the identifier on Facebook. Yes. Um, so we were hoping that we could have a little bit more community engagement. You guys could have a chance to talk with each other a little bit more and not just with us, but yeah, I, I'm overwhelmed. I'm so thankful for all the people that have sent us messages and comments and given us video, video podcast suggestions. One day I'll learn the lingo. <laughs> Um, we should put it on a t-shirt one day. Yes. I'll learn the lingo. Um, and I just, I'm very, I'm very excited and I can't wait to continue making these awesome podcasts for you. 
Yes. Yeah. We're super excited. So thank you again. Thanks for listening and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.